Okay, so welcome to our sacred anointing ritual using our bodies as the tree of life. Um, for this ritual, please get a bowl or a cup of water and a stone or a rock. Um, and so I'll give you a second to do that or feel free to put this on pause and do that now. Okay, so we've got our rock and our water or a stone and our water and also a little bit of oil can be kitchen oil or uh, Ayurvedic oil that you use, but something that you can use to anoint yourself with here uh, to adorn yourself with. So this is a uh, anointing ritual from Rabbi Tirza Firestone. Um, I learned this from her and through honoring the tree of life's chakras. Uh, so it's a little bit different than uh, what we normally teach in yoga tradition, uh, but I really love this version. So you've got your rock, your water, and your oil to anoint, and then put this on pause if you need to gather. Finding yourself in a place of comfort, <sighs> coziness, warmth. This is a rededication of our body as a temple. So when we think of temples and sacred places externally that we love to go to, this is an invitation to have that same experience, but with our physical body. And this is an opportunity to just completely relax and revel in, in sacred space of your body as a temple. Such a beautiful way of rededicating ourselves. So obviously this past year, um, and I would say that in December, when we look back, this when we're doing this ritual, you could do it at any time, but to set the intention um, to use our practice as a way of removing residual energy, baggage, anything that has been, we've been holding onto that this working with our body as a temple is a way of releasing residual emotions and feelings and anything that we don't want to carry forth with us into the days ahead. So in this season, it's really talking about um, next year and moving more deeper into the winter and then into spring, what I, you know, what we don't want to bring. But anytime you do this practice, you could do this monthly or on the moon cycles, or you could do it seasonally or just twice a year, you know, maybe in the height of summer and then in, in the height of winter solstice, winter and summer solstice. Um, it's just an invitation to release the residual energies and to rededicate and recommit to our bodies as temples. Also, we want to acknowledge the collective trauma and contagious energies from which and that which we collect and that we do absorb. And so as permeable, pulsating humans, um, that's part of the energetic exchange and that vitality is that we are picking up others' emotions and stories and energies 
as they are doing for us. And so our responsibility to purify our organism and to re sort of like clean out and recommit our body as a temple is in honor of those that we love in our primary circles and then towards greater humanity. So first thing we're gonna do is just hold our stone in our hands and just breathe with the stone or the rock or whatever you've got that's representing. If you don't have something, you can completely do this just visually, just um, imaginal. You can move into the imaginal realm and imagine that you're holding a stone or a rock. And I want you to listen to it and just ask the body and the stone, where am I holding something that needs to be released? So before we move in to cleansing the whole temple, let's just do a little bit of a scan, asking the stone and the body, is there anything residual here in a shoulder or a belly or a hip that we can just place our awareness and attention and the heaviness of the rock, just holding it there and breathing there and honoring that space. And moving that rock and the stone to the different parts of the body where you might be holding uh, anything that's not serving you, anything that has been stressful, heavy, and just kind of go through that list mentally as you move the rock and the stone and really imagine that you're putting all of that energy into the rock or the stone. So the stress of a family member, the loss, oh, my aunt died in the summer and I really haven't had a chance. I really haven't grieved that in community and that feels hard. I can feel that in my left shoulder. When I ask my left shoulder, what's going on here? It feels my Aunt Sally. So where in your body is your grief, is your trauma, is your sadness, is your stress, is your anger, just pulling different areas, listening, letting the stone move about the body, back body, could be subtle. Just breathing it, exhaling it right into your stone, right into your rock. You don't even have to know why, you don't have to name a reason. You can just let the stone, let the rock move around the body and exhale and just invite any stress or toxic junk or residue to go into the stone as you exhale. And feel free to keep going, but as you finish, then take your stone or your rock that now has all of that bad stuff, not bad, but hard, stressful, residue, heaviness, the stuff we don't want to bring into the, into the future, into the, the rest of our days, and then go ahead and drop that right into the water. So mine's right into the water here. And I'm just going to let that soak. I'm just going to let that be in its own bath, be in its own ah, space. Let that, all of the stuff that happened this year, just be in that immersive sacred water. 
Okay, so now we are ready to step into the temple. So go ahead and grab, and grab your oil. And this is obviously traditional priest priestesses, as I'm in training to be uh, around. There used to be oil at the doorway of the temple. And when you came in, you would anoint yourself with the oil, but also they would have a tradition of rubbing the oil on the temple. And that is what brought it to life. So that's what we're doing today is a little bit of oil right onto our fingertips. And we're now stepping into ourselves as the sanctuary. So that I love that story that Rabbi Tirza shares of rubbing oil on the sanctuary. And now that's what we're doing. Our body is the sanctuary and we're going to rub the oil right onto our sanctuary. And I'm actually going to take my hat off so that I can enjoy it from the top. All right. So we've touching our finger to the oil. You might have a little jar that you can put it on. Mine just comes out pretty easily from the bottle. So closing our eyes and stepping into our bodies as the tree of life. And we're going to start right from the crown chakra. So we're actually going to start from the top and touching our head, calling to life, awakening our deepest connection to spirit and source and rededicating ourselves to our highest purpose. Even if we don't know what it is, we're still setting our intention to dedicate and rededicate ourselves to our highest purpose. And this is this starting up here is lighting up our sanctuary. So I'm just feeling into <sighs> tapping into, touching on the sanctuary that is the body, lighting her up and in honor of that dedication for the highest purpose of our life. Mm, so much gratitude. I can't not smile. It feels like I'm smiling. All my cells are smiling. And then we'll touch the oil again and go right to our third eye center, our seat of consciousness and intuition, calling ourselves to awaken and rededicating our consciousness to that higher purpose. So the awareness that we would use this practice as a way of honoring the sanctuary of our body as a temple, connecting with humanity, and calling in our highest purpose right from that third eye, leading us the way. Moving down towards our third, touching oil, touching our throat. In honor of communicating better, strengthening our communication for our highest purpose, anointing our throat here, blessing ourselves, the center of truth and articulating and communication, awakening our ability to communicate, bringing more love and light and compassion into the darkness, into the sanctuary, into the temple to improve 
our communication. That's our highest purpose. What is our highest purpose and how can we create communication around it? And again, we're not asking these questions because you need to have answers. We're just inviting. We're just setting that intention in our temple. Let's strengthen our communication with one another, with ourselves, to our own voice, to our own song, to our own vibration. Honoring, honoring, touching our oil as we move to that heart center. Blessing our hearts to awaken even more. Rededicating our love, our deepest feelings and connections to the world, to humanity, to one another, our purpose in the world. Let my heart be a guide towards my purpose, towards my vision, towards my service, towards my parenting and marriage life and partnership and service in the world, everything. Let my heart shine, listening to this intention, blessing you, my beloved heart center. Rededicating myself to your love, to being loving and to awakening my heart, our hearts even more. Pure love. Just feeling the sensations as they pull down the body is deepening, deepening. Can you feel that in your own body as temple? And moving down, touching oil for number five, our solar plexus, our power center. <laughs> so whew, this is where our life force is, our egoic center, our strength, highest potential, love. Let's bless this area of our highest potential and strengths, moving us into the edge of who we can be, how we can show up and really touching into our longing. I love this idea that the teachings connect our longing with our power and that investigating and being curious about the longing can lead us into awakening more of our power center and our strength for our highest potential, rededicating this body, this life, this strength in the world. Hmm. And solar plexus is in between sort of, uh, uh, let's see, everyone's a little different depending on your anatomy, but above your belly button, right into that center under the breastbone. And then moving down into our belly center. So this is below the navel, okay? So number six in the tree of life version um, is the belly center a little below the navel, uh, above the pubic bone, touch the oil. This is our center of creativity, our feminine center of creativity, of creation, blessing, rededicating and anointing and honoring ourselves and our creativity, all of us have creation within us. It's literally what we're made of and how we make 
awakening our capacity for creativity of minds, of body, of spirit, of source. What does create, what does the creation look like in your life and where is it in relationship to your highest purpose? Where is your limitless creativity and ability to create and be with creation? I love this area. I love thinking about creation in all realms, work, family, food, art, dance, music, play, dreams, writing, reading, like the weather. I'm looking outside. It's just a beautiful art piece. There's snow, naked raw trees, a white sky. It's just everywhere, everywhere. And lastly, in this tradition, we touch oil and then touch our feet first for stability, rededicating to our solid steadiness to connecting to the ground, to the earth. And to the way in which we move our highest purpose in the world. So the action, I love this so much that we end with rubbing our feet and our hands because our feet and our hands are where this dedication comes alive. It's not just for this body, this temple. It's to be in the world, the world of action. When we make food for people who are sick and then we walk it to their house or when we march in a protest or when we go to help somebody with action with our feet or our hands, this is what we use to fulfill what we're here to do. It is the world of action. Our hands and our feet is how we bring forth everything that we just rededicated and committed to, to our highest and best self, to our deepest purpose. Now, this is where the goodness lies. The juice is at the sensations and that action. This is where it's at, hands and feet in the world. So these get lots of extra love and care and attention Blessing, blessing, blessing you hands and feet for making this a reality, making kindness and compassion and service and strength part of our life, part of our mission, part of our temple, right? It's not just for us to enjoy. It's for us to share with the world, hugs, holding hands, writing checks when we need to, paying things forward, creating, crafting, right? Squeezing, releasing. It's all in the hands and the feet. And so once you're done blessing up your feet and your hands, just sit and see. Just listen. Feel. Feel, feel, feel. And then the last piece you will do on your own, which 
um, is such an important part of wisdom tradition practice and spiritual practice and prayers and blessings and grief and sadness and ritual and ceremony is having an element of your own solitude. So at some point, take your water with your cup and your stone and go spill the water on the earth. So returning the water and all of that difficult stuff that you had, your stress and your residue, and dumping the, it out onto Mother Earth for that regeneration. We want to transform it into watering the plants of the spring. We want to we want to um, have Mother Earth have that sacred water, right? We want to transform that stress and that emotional heaviness, and we want to release it back into nature. We want to learn how to regenerate narratives, regenerate stories, regenerate emotions and feelings. This is all perfectly normal, part of the human experience, part of the lived experience. And so we take the water um, and again, you may have this totally in, in your imaginal realm where you don't actually have the water or the stone. It's just an invitation to visualize yourself doing this work, but bring that water, let that water back into the system of regeneration and spend some time um, yourself in your own prayer practice, your own blessing practice. Now that you have anointed your body as a temple release that water back. And then you can take the stone and again, use it again and repeat this um, practice anytime you need. May we be well, may we be safe, may we be connected and may we all learn the richness of sanctuary at this time, treating our body as sanctuary, caring for ourselves as sanctuary and really taking good care of our own uh, residue and transforming it back into the earth.